This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful, sunny, sometimes blustery Burbank, California. This is the Knapsack Files. I'm Ken Knapsack for another edition of The Interview. It is the uh, the main portion of the Knapsack Files. It's the meat and potatoes of the podcast feed here. Thanks you, uh, thank you all for joining us. And I'm very happy to have a guest on that I, I, I'm very aware that I'm introducing to the audience at large because he is such a behind-the-scenes guy. But if you've been following me since, the, say, the Screen Junkies days and you were a early member of uh, Screen Junkies Plus, and you were a fan of the Nick Mundy show, Monday Night Raw, and, and, and if you still watch movie fights and a lot of stuff on Screen Junkies, you, you hear this name every now and then, and, and that is the cameraman, Handsome. So I have today, Handsome, Ryan Elliott. <laughs> That is the nickname I've been uh, I've been given. Yeah. Now this is now here's this is uh, I can pull some curtains back here. You I know you're you're still you got this look like why am I here? I I kind of do, and I am so behind the scenes that like I'm like why do you want to talk to me? Like what do I yeah. got? Like but I'm here for any story, anything you want. Yeah, it's because you are a fascinating cat man. <laughs> that is why because. Uh, you showed up in the early days of Screen Junkies Plus. Now, uh, digital media is still forming its spine. It's still forming its structure. It's, 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 it's still finding itself. But Screen Junkies Plus, a fully um, you know, on-demand, uh, paywall, subscription-based service, was, was not new at all. But it was, uh, it, was, it was an experiment that is still going. And it sometimes struggles and it sometimes succeeds. And I was there to help launch it. And um, digital media has kind of this thing of let's just uh, throw up some cameras and put four people at a table and we'll talk about things and that'll be it and that's what I was used to well we we brought in a couple cameramen and that's what they did they set up the cameras and they sat there and they did nothing they were on the phone and then we brought in you yeah and you changed the game (laughs) I like to think so you have a lot of camera experience you've worked for a lot of places uh, as a lot of cameramen do Mm -hmm. and immediately not just your work ethic but the way you controlled the camera, moving in on shots. Let's do here. You started to up the game. You don't get the credit, and that's why I wanted you here today. <laughs> that's the end of the show. No. No. What did you think? I, I, this is my starting point with you. What did you think? How much digital media had you done that first day you walked into Screen Junkies? So when I first started, um, I probably never even watched a panel show. Right. I don't do YouTube stuff that often. Like maybe if I'm building I'm something. I'm not even sure you do the internet. I still I don't really do the internet that much. That's no, but why I love you. So like I I wasn't familiar with really the format, anything. I've I do have uh, more television experience and so I got a call from uh, old producer there, Jawan, mm-hmm. who uh, Jawan Guillory, who's been on the Knapsack Files. Yeah, big name around mm-hmm. uh, around screen junkies. <laughs> then. Um, big wheel done at the Cracker Factory. Yeah, so like I came in and like you guys just got like the week after I started the new studio 
first Screen Junkies. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It was the Screen Junkie Plus, the new movie fight yeah. stage where they were doing it on a different Because I first worked with you on the old movie fight yeah, stage. It was, yeah. yeah, I came in for the first, like, honest commentary, and yeah. I set up a couple shots, and I was like, okay, now what do I do? I'm like, this is a yeah. cool place. How do I get involved here? Mm-hmm. And the job itself they want me to do is kind of just babysitting. Like, it's right. not... That exciting. I'm Set up six cameras and we'll see you in an see hour. See it, yeah. And then, and then the constant thing was like, oh, it's good. It's it's good enough. Let's do it. Let's yeah. go. And I don't like that. So <laughs> when I got over to this new stage, the, the new uh, our new studio, the Movie yeah. Fight Studio now, and it was a clusterfuck. It was yeah. just... To, I, yeah. I'm very particular on how things are set up well, and you, how things yeah. are ran, and it was a clusterfuck. And you, part of the problem is you have me and JTE setting up how to do things yeah. Josh Tapia and and yeah absolutely let's let's I mean <laughs> I look at my desk now we're here at the uh, collider offices it is a cluttered mess yeah JT I you know he barely gets a shirt on himself in the morning <laughs> and, a, and a hat on and you're yeah. stuck with us a lot of a lot of people coming in and out of the studio so you're just talking even it was mm, too messy it was too messy. The I mean, we're start from there. I'm starting there. I walk in. There's cables in the on the ground. How I don't like how <laughs> cables are, and there's things. So I just like, it's my, it's in me just to fix it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna wait for someone to ask me to do something. I'm not gonna uh, do ah, anything. Yes. It was just like I just started doing stuff because it needed to be done. Right. And if I'm like, all right, if you if you're paying me for a day, I'm gonna I'm gonna work. I'm gonna yeah. do something. Like your show's not for a couple hours. I'm gonna fix this. I'm gonna fix that. And then and I didn't even know what my place was there. You know, I just right. I just kind of started. I met this guy named Ken. He's he, I thought he I, he's the boss. JT's my boss. Juwan's the boss. Andy's my I don't know who yeah. is actually in charge who of me. Who are you taking orders Who'd from? Who'd ask? So you know, you were in the studio. I'd be like, Ken, can I fix that? And you're like, What that? What's wrong with it? I don't know. I don't like it. I'm gonna fix. Like, do it. Do whatever do you it. want. And that's just how I kind of got in there. I guess yeah. is I just did what I wanted. You ended up making the job you wanted. Yeah, you, you know. Um, and, and that is an interesting, it's not just, it's not just work ethic. It's a work approach. Wait, have you, you've just always been like that? I, I guess so. I mean, I started, I mean, I started working when I was like 13. Doing what? Uh, the str- at the sawmill? No, <laughs> construction, kind of. Uh, my, my, <laughs> my dad owned a, uh, a cabinet business. Okay. And so on the summers, he oh, had an old friend and who would, it was a bigger company who would install cabinets in schools. And yeah. so he would bring me, he asked if I wanted to work. I was getting $10 an hour at what, 13? So my freshman, eighth oh, grade, eh. freshman year, whatever age You're you are. rolling there. in it. So I did that for three summers in a row. Yeah. Of we would go out of town on Monday, come back Friday night. We were going to Humboldt County. Uh, we'd go down to San Francisco. And so I just 10-hour days. And you're a NorCal kid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Northern California, Redding, which is like two hours oh, off of yeah. Sacramento. Yeah. Great meth up there here. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that, so you're, you guys, we get, that makes some sense, too, because it's, a lot of times things would break at the Screen Junkie studio. And I imagine it's still the case. Yeah. Be like, Ryan, can you <laughs> fix this? Yeah, it's so... I, I just I love projects. That's mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. addicted to projects. I have to have something to be working yeah. on. And the place was filled with projects yes. and nobody told me no. Yeah. So I just what, kept doing it. And it was and when I when I say earlier, and this is for all the kids taking notes at home who want co- different careers in Hollywood. Uh, when I say, you know, you made the job you wanted, it wasn't like you showed up and were like I want to work here 5 days a week, but you saw an opportunity, but it was like uh, up until that like you were a cameraman and we were bringing in you were one of five camera guys. Yeah. But not only are you just a sweetheart of a guy and you fit in well with JT and I, but it was like, 
one day you sh- show up and like now the now the cables are hung that were on the ground and the next day like this corner's organized and the next day it was like oh I, this Ryan guy's not he's <laughs> not just flashing cameras at people he's he's bringing something to the table well i had to bring that studio up to a professional level the yeah. things that they wanted to do the screen junkie plus mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. needed to be a functional studio yeah. it it's not a once a week we get used it's twice a day it's sometimes more it's some you know oh yeah sometimes so all day so yeah. much happens out of this one studio so when something happens it you need to know where to get the part you need you need right. it to be organized if you want things and if you only want one guy running it yeah. You better do it right, I guess. Like, <laughs> or me screaming for a pen two seconds before movie fight starts for a guest. All of that stuff. And it was all Water. like, it all came from like, okay, one day somebody asked for a pen. I don't have any pens. Next yeah. day, go find where they keep the pens. Now I have a stack of them. You'll never not have a pen. Yeah. And it's just, and now, now, I I've, now I've taken on too many jobs there. Now I do. Well, that, that's, a, that's the dark side of this. But, Everything. Uh, when was the first time ever you put a camera on your shoulder and fell in love with that? Because you're good at that. I... I've been probably since, I don't know, I was like fourth grade, something wow. like that. Like I started with my cousin on, you know, I would meet with him. He had his like a Hi8 camera, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not the film, but you know, like the yeah. the digital Hi8. And like we would make little videos and I, my parents got a camcorder and it was like, you know, if I have like friends staying over, like we would make fake commercials all night. Like oh, wow. that's what we would do. We'd make yeah. dumb little things, and my and it just grew until junior high, until high school, and I just always that's what I would do. And the, the, the seeing things through the camera. So, did you ever want to do anything else in in entertainment world? You have a lot of other interests and in, in, in things, but director, storyteller, actor. You're a pretty man. You couldn't. <laughs> you didn't want to do that stuff. You just like the camera. I would, for the most part, you know, you'd always have to, like, act in some stuff. And I never enjoyed sure. that part. I, okay. I more enjoyed, I don't know, figuring out the story, figuring out how to, especially back then, it was very, like, how can I make nothing right out of, or something out of nothing? Because it was just, we didn't have anything. It was just a camcorder and just doing dumb stuff. And, and then I got into high school and, you know, I would start doing, it's like, oh, teachers would be like, oh, you got to write a five-page paper on a book. I'm like, well, can I do a video instead? And then, you know... <laughs> And so, like, I got out what? of writing papers all through high school by, like, oh, make a video. Because they're like, and, you know, teachers want to, it's your passion. It's your, you know, do something sure. different. Stupid teachers. Stupid teachers. And then they would got to a point where they're like, okay, but there has to be some, like, yeah. substance to it. You can't do it. So we even got to the point where sometimes I would just read the book on camera and, really? and turn it in. I would do anything I could, you know, I'd, this was before editing. You can just put your computer, like. Right, right. So we would do, like, a camcorder to a CD player to the VCR, oh, yeah. like, play, play, oh, play, record. Yeah. Like, it was horrible. If you look back, it's, you know. Jump cuts galore. Just, it's terrible. And you had to, yeah, film it in yeah. order and do that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I don't know. So just in, in high school, I, uh, I started doing it for more of my church. Yeah. I grew up like kind of a church kid. Yeah. And. It was a big deal in our church. It was a bigger church that they had, like, in the high school group, had, like, a film, like, a media department right, kind right, of a right. thing. Like, go out and do funny videos, and yep. we would do... I was the head writer of my church's sketch group for a while. Exactly. It's, it's a great place to, yeah. to build that kind, those kind of skills. And uh, so I did a lot of stuff through there, and, yeah. and it just... So you can go this is a weird statement to say, but you're you're a very creative guy and I think sometimes the perception of camera guys is you're just you're just shooting a camera. Is that was that wrong of me to think? There 
I mean, there's certainly. <laughs> and, jobs. I mean, I know it's not true. Yeah, but there's certainly jobs out there where you point a camera and it's yeah. you know you hold a single on a show and that's what you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And good money, but it's what you do. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then there's like, I mean, there's so many different aspects you can be yeah. in. You, uh, you could tell stories. You could do documentary. There's so many different areas, and I kind of try to do them all. Mm-hmm. Like I get so bored doing one yeah, thing yeah. over and over again. I've had good gigs where I'm just like, this is mind-numbing. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where, where did you go to study? Did you go to school for this? I did. I I went to a school in Santa Monica called the Art Institute of Santa Monica. Sounds legit. Now it's come out. It's kind of like a uh, one of those uh, paid-for-profit kind of, <laughs> kind of bullshit. They got me good. Uh, and <laughs> actually, you learn. They, I, you know what? If and something went right. Out of the people, you know, there's. I, I know a good number of people have come out, and a lot have not yeah. done a ton. And there's sure. a good handful that I still, still know, still to this day, I still work with. And yeah. And so it's like when I first got out, I and I graduated like eighty grand in student loans. Like Lovely. I just, the, I'm the most millennial you've ever seen. I went to <laughs> art school. I followed my dream. <laughs> I paid for my degree. Like you know, you build cupboards. Yeah, I do all of that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was so pissed out of school when I first got yeah. out. I was like, man, that was the biggest scam I've ever done. Right. And then now I get older, you're like, well, I wouldn't have known that. But you play the hindsight game, and you're like, yeah. well, I met that person who did this that did this. That's the thing about that. That's the you look back on the path. And we just had Rachel Cushing on last week, who's an editor, and you know she goes to film school and, and is fascinated too with the behind the scenes stuff. But then you learn this person, you get this mentor, you move to LA. What made you? Was it just <clears throat> there's a leap here from from Reading yeah. to Santa Monica? What made you make that decision? So it was actually a couple guys um, who were like the older students. Like back when I was at church, the group, Mm -hmm. there was like guys that were like two years older than me, and they were a lot better than me. Mm -hmm. And they were like the, oh, my God, if I could ever be those guys kind of a thing. And they came down and went to that school. And so then I was like when it two years later when it was time for me, I was like, all right, let's see what. Mm. what they're doing so i i came down checked out the school looked at what they were doing i was like that's what i want i wanted connected i, I got i gotta be in la i gotta be there to do it and i if, if this is who i've been for so long i gotta go do it you gotta do it you don't hesitate you didn't hesitate it, once you locked in you didn't hesitate i locked in just came down and within i came down with one other friend who's mm. like he came to do the same thing and within two months he bailed on me we had an apartment together oh no and he bailed so i'm in mm. I'm in LA, two uh, months in by myself. Like, oh, right. it was. It got messy for a while. But did you consider any other career paths? Any other choices? You'd be like a fireman or a park ranger or airline pilot. What did you want to do? I, you know what? When I when I was growing up, you asked me that. I would say I wanted to be a newsman. A I, newsman. That's how I kind of. I, was, I thought that's where I was going. I wanted to read the news. A newsman. I said. News. One of the wow, news really? fellas. Really. You wanted to sit there in the in the suit and tie. Oh, I, I. That's what I thought. I can't even possibly imagine. Not that. a chance. Uh, and for those who are listening, maybe not, you, you got you got this beard. It's well trimmed, but long <laughs> flowing hair. You're an outdoorsman. This yeah. This is a weird thing. Yeah, I am kind of a different part of the industry. Yeah. I, I live one life. In the city and one life outside the city. Which I, we're going to be talking about for sure. But yeah, newsman, huh? That's what about a, that? I, and I get it. I wanted to be in news for a while too, but. That was just like when, like in a smaller town, mm. that's the only studio 
That's the yeah. only thing being made was the news. That yep. was the big time there. And I actually, like, in junior high, was like, interview someone you like, you know, those yep. things. So I went in and interviewed a news guy and, like, saw cameras for the first time, like a real studio. And it's like, oh, this is what I want to do. I didn't know I would end that. up being on the other side. You want to be the anchor, but yeah. Right. And I guess I... It's so true. This interesting phenomenon. I'm sure other small town uh, listeners out there will... will connect with this on that because for me it was my hometown news station ksby in san luis obispo and there's kcoy in santa maria but ksby it was it was the local celebrities mm-hmm. kimberly moss and carolyn johnson who's actually down here in la now and and uh, these news anchors and rick martell has since passed on was like kent brockman on the simpsons like yeah. we always thought it was based on him because uh, grinning actually had some connection to cal poly up in that on my hometown and uh it was and it was the first time i got to go to a TV studio. Yeah. Wow, this is where they make stuff. And there's Rick Martell, and he, he doesn't have his jacket on. He's drinking a soda. Wow. And I, you exactly. know, I was in high school, and, and I get it. I get it. It's those celebrities there. Yeah, it's yeah. the only thing I could do there. Yeah. In that, like, and right. then you go in, and you see the big camera. You see the lights. You see how it's all done. Right. And it's so, it's so fascinating. The first time people walk in studios, it's amazing because yeah. their eyes light. There's so much foreign things around. Yes. And until you know what they are, it's just it looks like you're covered in robots and stuff. It's <laughs> it's pretty fun. What was your first big job down in LA? Or what was your first job? Where do you go with this eighty thousand dollars in debt hanging over your shoulder? Where are you gonna go with it? What so do you do? I was all through college, I was working at Best Buy and I was working yeah. at Hollywood Video. Right. And so when I was approaching graduation of college, I said, I'm not going to be in the same place before mm-hmm. and after this degree. Right. So I quit when I graduated. I quit Best Buy with nothing. I had about enough money for about a month, mm-hmm. two kind of okay. a thing. And I started applying and realized my degree ain't worth anything. And nobody in this town wow. cares at all. <laughs> like, I'm from the t- Film Institute, Art I, Institute I, yes, of Santa Monica. Was, who, who gives a who shit? Gives a sh- who are you? Go away. Like. And it is, people say, oh, this town's hard. It's like, not many people are, you know, you don't give breaks to other people because they might take your job sometime. Yeah. So yeah. that's, it's a very difficult thing to break through. Yeah. So I found a company um, that I went and applied to, and they do, I don't know, they they just do a, a tons of court shows. They do oh, kids yeah. shows. They do a ton of stuff. So I started with them as a, a cameraman number five mm. kind of a thing. And uh, I did, I think I was with them for about five years. And it was that first, they say in in college, like, these are the people you're going to be working with. These are the yeah. who are going to be hiring. Kind of, not really. This is the okay. job. When I look back, this is the place where I've met everyone yeah. I work for and people I, like, wherever I'm working now, all got through, through kind of people I've met through this one location. And, and you I'm, don't know that stuff at the time. You don't. And it was terrible. They pay, It was like a sweatshop of production. Sure. It was our CEO called us the Walmart of production. Oh, my gosh. Like this was, this, was, this, this, is his, this was his like slogan. He thought it was great. But to us, it meant you're making a bunch of shit and it doesn't matter. Just it, it was digital fluff. Just yeah. pixels on the screen. We would capture it. But right. I learned so much. And I met great people and producers. And, mm. and that's where I met Juwan. Juwan Guillory. got me into Screen Junkies. Who yeah. got me, it's like, it's so fun. Yeah, you which got back, you onto the Knapsack Files. Which, which got is, me here. Yeah. And now, <laughs> when I look back 10 years from now, this will be the moment. This will be the moment. Uh, this will be the moment. And you've worked for, uh, like, NFL, right? Uh, I'm, I'm over right now with uh, Fox Sports. So gotcha. I do, do a good amount. I'm a jib operator over there. 
a gib. A, a gib, a jibby, <laughs> what, a jib. you, as you call it, a jibby. A jibby? I don't know. A jibby, which is good. It's, 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 a, it's easier. It looks easier than it actually is. It's, 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 a, little, it's a little difficult, yeah. which is why I like it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, and then one of the uh, more interesting jobs that I know you've had is mm-hmm. you got to work uh, for the Olympics. I did, yeah. I mean, that, for a company, but for, yeah, not I w- for Mr. Olympics. Mis- Mr. Olympic called me. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I did. I, I got to go down to Brazil for five weeks this last uh, last Olympics. Yeah. Um, and I worked as like a, basically like a camera tech. I okay. had, you know, for basically, I worked for OBS, who is the production company for the Olympic channel. Yeah. And I don't want to get onto it, but there's sure. a lot of stuff there. But, uh, but yeah, that was... That was fantastic of an opportunity. I mean, absolutely. And I remember dreading that you were going because I was going to lose you for five <laughs> you, weeks. But you that begged helped. me not to. Begged you not to go, even though I knew, you know, watching more movie fights versus going to Brazil. But that led to uh, R2, Ryan Elwell, joining yep. the Screen Junkie team. Who I used to work at that other company yep. with, who exactly. I actually went to school with. It's another tall, long-haired camera guy. Yep. I don't know what it is with you guys, you tall, <laughs> long-haired uh, uh, guys. Um, but going to Brazil... Fascinating opportunity, but also, I mean, at the time, it was like you didn't know if you were going to catch Zika and die. It was, it was, it, it was, was interesting. Job. There was a lot of that Zika talk, yeah, leaving, and I didn't know if I should be scared or not care, but I just couldn't not go, right? Like, there's like, there might be some syringes in the streets, stuff but I'm happen. doing it. I'm going, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, if you get that opportunity, you just got to do it, and yeah. it's like. Five weeks was a long time to be down there. Yeah. It's a, away from your girlfriend. Away right? from the lady and away from just life. And away from me. Away from Ken. Yeah. Like, that was the hardest part. <laughs> but actually, while I was down there, I had a couple night shifts where I would start at, like, 6 o'clock at night and go to, like, 3, 4 in the morning. Right. And that was, like, a shift I had. And when I started feeling lonely, mm-hmm. and you're just, like, in this place, dark building and doing this whole thing, I would put on movie fights and I would yeah. listen. And it was kind of like I was hanging out with friends still. That's great. And people say that, but, you know, like, oh, you know, you guys are good friends. But, like, luckily I actually get to know everybody there. Yeah. So it's like I get to – I would watch Monday Night Raw, and I would get the jokes, and I knew what he was you – know, it's like it really was like a kind of a little touch of uh, – touch of friends <laughs> and family while I was That's out sweet. there. How does, how does it feel to be at an Olympics uh, with the hubbub, the, the moving parts? There's so much going on. It was so interesting. It's honestly, they assemble the most complicated technical system in the world. Right. This is, you know, it's the biggest event in the world. And to see all the parts come together and the different companies work together. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I look at everything through the tech point of view. Sure. uh, But just walking around and seeing the different countries, people walking around, there's so much. Uh, just good energy. You'd really? walk down the streets. Like, yeah, there was guys with rifles hanging out sure, there, but sure. everyone else is just having a great time. Everyone's supporting their countries. And it wasn't, it's not like a weird, like, you know, USA, USA this, down with this. All but, this just like, but even though you'd know the United States people, because the only ones that wear their flags on their pants and stuff. <laughs> everyone else has like jer- a soccer jersey. And we come around and you're like, oh, here comes the Americans. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> Got their American flag, Zubaz we pants. Love, we love our flag. And it's so fun to talk to people from around the world and how they like how really? they view us. And that was the best part. Is what, like, what's their thought? general is, thoughts on the flag yeah, pants? Yeah, it's like people are like, why are you guys so obsessed with your flag? I'm like. <laughs> 
And when you don't think about it, you're like, yeah, I guess we do put that in a lot of places. Like, put that everywhere. I don't know. Put it's, that on a hat. That was one of my favorite parts is meeting people from all over the world. Like, right. Now it's like I've got friends in Spain and Do and you? India. You stay connected, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's great with the social media, too. You just don't even have to try because I, I'm terrible at trying. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're on Twitter, right? Kind of. I have done one tweet. Yeah, good. You're going to get some Twitter action after yeah, this. I, the I, show. And people I did are going to tweet you. Just for screen junk. I could care less about kind of. Yeah doing like oh i'm eating a salad like kind of stuff that's just that's all i tweet yeah it's what salad i'm eating (laughs) but now like uh, uh, through screen junkies it's like because every show is like oh follow us on twitter and follow the live action i'm like what are they talking about and i finally i'm like oh people are talking about stuff that i'm doing right now i don't know yeah yeah i kind of you want to watch it i kind of just kind of creep on the conversation and on the the, uh, hashtags Um, stay away from it when you're there at the olympics in brazil i think any olympics there's this there's always an uh, especially you know, this modern world, and I think post uh, uh, Munich in 72 and, and definitely post 96 in Atlanta where, the, where the, uh, the, that bomb exploded. There's always there's a, it's, it's, it's a big event, but it's, you know, there's, there's stuff in the back of your head that could go wrong. Brazil had the, the health situation. It sounds like once you get there, none of that's in your mind. It's not. I mean, you definitely they they kind of run you through like some safety stuff. Like, right, hey, right. when you're don't walk alone if you're going. You know, like the general, but like mm-hmm. treat it. I mean, we live in L.A., so it's like it's, yeah. There's places in L.A. I'm gonna tell tourists like, hey, you probably shouldn't go walk around there yeah. looking like an idiot. Like, yeah. so stay th- out of Burbank. Yeah, just oh, anywhere over the mountain. Like, just stay <laughs> away. Um, so yeah, you are very aware that. You're in a different place, and sure. that it's not your home. And it's at a it's, world event. Yeah, yeah, and nobody really speaks English. Like, it's not a huge mm-hmm. English-speaking area. Right. Um, so you just kind of have to be very aware. But, like, there's – I don't know. Once it all started, like, you don't think about all the disease. You don't think about – I mean, there. everybody gets a sick. They call it the Olympic sick, like, because it's just like – I get pe- that in Vegas. So. Yeah, it's the same thing. When you're, you know, when you're on a plane, you, you know, you hear yeah. people sneeze and stuff, and you're like, oh, God. We're, di- we're here, all going to die. Here it comes. But other so than out- that – Outbreak starts. Yeah, other than that, like, you know, I, I wasn't worried about it. And that's not – I don't walk around – looking for what's wrong sure uh and so yeah you could probably could get sick you probably could get mugged but what are you gonna do like, <laughs> what are you that, gonna do i mean that happens everywhere i get it i get it and I, I from an outside point of view it's like i'm like oh i don't know if i'd want to go to that even if someone hired me to send to the olympics i don't know i don't know then you just were like let's do it yeah you and our, our producer liz bonsack at the time work uh, was a monday night raw tv fights producer she went as well to, to work on the gymnastics side of things um is that the is that the, the probably the biggest job you've been to but in terms of locations have you done any other wild crazy locations in terms of work uh i've done a number of i mean a lot of shoots it's like oh we need you to go to san francisco and we need you to go well, that's I've done, interesting done detroit a couple times <laughs> that's dangerous uh let's see where else have i but most of but my not around the world you're not, not, you're not, not in the of, sudan no not a lot of big world work which yeah. i'm i mean i'm hoping this not you know olympics yeah. comes up again and i can keep Riding that and right. see where else they go because every two years they have something. Right. So you're uh, really looking forward to the Olympics if it comes back to Los Angeles. <laughs> kind of not really. That'd take all, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I see that. I'm like, that'd take all the fun out of it. Yeah. The best part was that you're in a new place. Yeah. And exciting. They're like, oh, I'm going to go to USC. And <laughs> yeah, no, like, that's. I want to work. I want to not sleep in my own bed when I'm working the Olympics. Right? Like. Totally. Totally. Do you want those kind of jobs? Do you want to take the documentary that goes into the deep jungles? Do you, are you just happy in a nice air-conditioned studio? It's hard because it is so nice going to 
going to studio work. You walk work, in, yeah. your camera's sitting there, you do it, you lock off, you walk away. There's no snake. There's no snakes, around. none of that kind of stuff. But when I first got out of school, I mean, I really wanted to do National Geographic kind of stuff. Like, ah, I really yeah. love going out and filming in location right. where it's like something happens, you have one chance to get it, you better, better do it. Better do it right. Like, when that puma strikes. When that puma strikes. God, I love that. That's a good frame. <laughs> Uh, Hashtag when that puma strikes. And I'm, I would go anywhere and kind of do anything. Honestly, sure. you pay me to go do it. I'm, I'm your man. I'll go, I'll do it. I can, mm. I can go you, into nature's. I can go into cities. Whatever you need done. What is it? Is it a lack of fear? A bigger sense of adventure? Like what drives that? I'm a scaredy cat. <laughs> I wouldn't podcast in you know Santa Monica today. Uh, you know <laughs> when honestly when the camera is in my hand. Yeah. The, the thoughts of like, you're kind of, you, it's hard because all I want to do is get the shot, get the moment, get the yeah. whatever needs to happen. And you'll find yourself like, you know, I used to do some like car shoots and stuff where you're like, all right, I'll yeah. be on the side of the road, the car, zoom past me and do this kind of stuff. Or I'll hang out the back of the truck. Like, and you have to like stop later and you're like, why the hell? Actually, one time I was, uh, it was when Michael Jackson mm-hmm. uh, passed away. They were doing his big uh, funeral yeah. out of uh, Staples Center. Yeah. So the company that I was with, they really wanted, we were doing a documentary on Michael Jackson. So I was up in the helicopter. Uh, oh, wow. F- zooming around Staples Center. They didn't have the door on the helicopter. Oh, no. Um, and I get in and I realize I don't have any way to secure the camera to me because I'm going right. to be hanging out out of the you drop this camera someone's dying someone's dying so then i had like run to my car get a bungee cord <laughs> strap it to the camera strap it to my belt and then i'm up there with one foot out of the helicopter no. with just a seat belt basically oh, around no. and it's just a it's giving just a, me the hot just spits. a lap belt and i just it was so amazing and then i get back and i'm just, i think i was telling somebody they're like, they're like you did what <laughs> Why the? Why would you do that? What's the OSHA compliance and I was on like, that? I was like, yeah, but it, it was cool. It was like I got the shots. I got. Right. Were you an adventurous kid? Were you the kid who jumped over the gorge with your bicycle? Were you, I mean, where does this come from? Yeah, I guess so. Like when we were kids, it, it, we were, I wasn't an inside kid. It was a very much like if <laughs> if it was I was an inside. If kid. there if there was sunlight out, mom would say go outside. You had to be riding your bike. You had to be like, doing get something. Get out of here, kid. And. We had some fields and we have some forests and kind of stuff. Right. I mean, Northern California, you could be, you know, grew up camping, grew up everything. You, so, you could play with the Ewoks. Yeah, I was, I was an outdoor kid. So, like, getting hurt, I would, you know, I just would just get, I was the kid, I was always bleeding from something. I was always having poison oak. I was always scraped up, like, and, and you, I had a blast. And you felt okay. And you knew you yeah. could survive. You did, see, that's a deep lesson. Last week I talked about with Rachel Cushing the, the idea of not, knowing that it's okay to fail and career choices and you can always choose again. But I think you learned a valuable lesson early on. Whether you knew it or not, you're, you're going to get hurt and be okay. And you're going to fall and you get okay. See, I didn't get hurt much as a kid. I didn't have poison oak, even though I did go play. My friend had. You never had poison oak? No, my, oh friend, my, my friend had uh, an acreage. We'd play army. We'd do campouts. I did, yeah. I did have a little. I'd like it. Yeah. Um, but my, I had, God bless her, an overprotective mother, and, and I wasn't allowed to do as many of that stuff for fear of getting hurt. So I, I think, and I'm not blaming mom. I want <laughs> that clear. It, it always comes up. It, I'm not blaming mom, but I think I grew up with a sense of be careful. Yeah. Be careful. And yes, you should be careful. Don't hang out of helicopters. Right. Yeah. You really Make should. sure you have a flimsy seatbelt. <laughs> but you were learned early on. You're going to fall. You're going to get some scratches, get some bruises. But that's cool. That's all right. Next up. 
Yeah. You didn't even know you were learning these lessons. I didn't. I actually, until someone points it out, I just thought I was a kid. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We would build bike jumps and mm-hmm. you would do little campouts and light fires where you're not supposed to. And right. Well, it, and it translates to, you know, so now someone says, hey, you want to go work for five weeks in Brazil, which might carry some dangers uh, or, uh, you know, uh, dangers you might view from the outside that aren't actually there. And then once you do it and you're like, that's great, an opportunity of a lifetime. And I'm like, someone's like, you want to try a new restaurant? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I like I like my restaurants. Yeah. So uh, I won't know what to order. I don't, you know, how do you pay? Uh, you know, I have to be I had to be dragged by Mark Ellis and Josh McCuga over to the new Chronic Taco because I was like, but I I know Chipotle. Oh, geez. And I'm rewarded because Chronic Taco was better. But so that is something that's it's not there. Not that you don't have doubts or wonder if I should do this or not. Of course, there's always those things. Yeah. But it's always like I I don't say no mm-hmm. very well. Someone's right. like, hey, come do this. We'll do that. Okay, let's mm-hmm. let's do it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I guess that's just how I like to do things. Just yeah. Go and give don't, it a try. You it. don't say no. That's that's a that's a great topic sentence. Yeah. Um, we, correct me if I'm wrong, and not that you don't get sad and write some poems every now and then, but yeah. you, you generally, in the time that I've known you, you are. I would describe you as a happy person. I, you know, you you can be dark and brooding. I've seen you get grumpy over chords being not <laughs> f- folded up right. Yeah. Or uh, JT, you know, showing up late because he's doing a JT movie thinks video. Yeah. Um, but are, are you generally a happy, content person with what you got going on? You know, I always try to try to find the positive side mm-hmm. of everything. And I, you know, I, I've always done like the, and I didn't even know it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you hear about the secret where yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, believe it and sure. you get it, that kind of a thing. And uh, I've looked into a lot of that kind of stuff. And I don't come from really a religious point of view anymore. Right, right, um, right. So I don't look for my comfort there. But you were raised in the church uh, was, your whole life, kind of like I was. Yeah, I was pretty in there. Sure, um, sure. Vacation Bible schools in the summer. All, all of that stuff. Church camps. Yep, yep church camps. And Got I it. did a Awana. I don't know if anybody uh, knows Awana. I did Awanas. Yep. I was a spark. See, you're a spark. See, I know there's the Cubbies, the Sparkies, and you go to, like, <laughs> I, my dad was, like, in charge of it. So, we like, never, this is amazing. I wouldn't think this would come up. But I am one of the only, I think I'm the only person who would know the a reference of the Awana, Awana Club. See, there, I was in that until, like, early high school. You have the little purple vest? I got vests. I got <laughs> badges and medallions. And I, I won a soapbox car race there with my little, my dad made a soapbox car the for l- me. The little one? Yeah, yeah. It's so still, cool, yeah. Still, it's still at my mom and dad's house. I think I, I think I have a couple of those, too. Yeah, and basically it's like Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts for... It's Boy Scouts with Jesus. For, 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 boy, boy Scouts with Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's really what it is. And you get to play games, you get to do all that, but you got to learn a couple so Bible we have, verses. We have a simple background Did there. Did we just bond? We just bond over Awanas. Wow. Uh, that's amazing, man. So, <laughs> so, but, but, so here's a dividing line. Is I'm a grumpy malcontent, and and you are not that, which is part of the reason I think I like hanging out with you. I took you to see Force Awakens. You did. My friend Jessica and I went, and I had an extra seat, and I barely knew you. I said, I like this guy. You want to see Star Wars? Let's see some Star Wars. I was. That was early on. Yeah, early on when I, I could. I, I I was like, I think his name's Ryan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so am I. Am I off base then? Uh, this whole happy content thing. No, I. You know what? And I I do what makes me happy, mm. and a lot of that is. Uh, nature related. 
A lot of it is I know what makes me happy. I know I know gardening makes me happy. I know keeping things clean and tidy makes me happy. <laughs> no, and you know what I do is actually if I am down about something. Sure. And there are and you know lots of stuff happens in life and you yeah. you have to try to find that positive. I write 10 positive things about it. If oh, I'm wow. if I'm mad about my car, I'm going to say 10 things I'm grateful or that are positive about my, I'm thankful right. it gets me to work. I'm thankful it takes me on my adventures. It gives me a place to, if it's raining, you know, right. you, you write that out. And I do the same if, if Daisy, my partner, if she's, if we're fighting, sure. uh, I'll write 10 things that I'm thankful for about Daisy. And wow, that's- it's, it's, if try it, it is very difficult to be negative while being positive. <sighs> that's a life lesson that I don't know. See, it is so funny because, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you know me long enough to know that uh, how grumpy I, I can be, mostly about myself. Um, my friend Tiffany Smith takes me out, sets me sets an index card in front of me, and mm-hmm. is like, "Write, write things good about yourself." Yeah, wouldn't leave the restaurant till I did it, and uh, uh, that was tough. Uh, I have a friend Lisa who's uh, she'll text me sometimes. Say one nice thing about yourself. I can't answer. I don't. I don't believe any of it. So um, this is a this is a deep life lesson from Handsome. You, that this is what you do. It's what I've taken on, and it works. It works for me. I don't know sure. if everybody is built the same sure, way. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, it's I, hard when, to be negative when you're being positive. It's, it is very difficult. Mm. And when you can look at the positive of what is happening around you, you you can't see the negatives as much. They don't affect you because mm-hmm. for every negative, you can find, God, there's so many positives. And especially, you know, we live very very well. very well here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it's just per, a perspective thing too. Yeah. Also, tr- I, I try each night when I'm going to bed as I'm trying to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I think back and I say, "What was my favorite part of the day? Mm-hmm. What was the best part of the day?" And so you're sitting there and you're like, "Oh, that was cool. I really like that meal." You're like, "Oh, but then that was actually really cool. I really like that conversation with that person." And all of a sudden, you've thought of, mm. you know, ten moments in your head just as you're quickly going to bed. So you're going to bed positive. You were putting your best thoughts as you go to bed, and you're like, wow, that was awesome. I can't believe I got to do that today. Yeah. And that's, that- that's great stuff. I'm, 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 I'm in awe and, 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 uh, and uh, very have a lot of respect. For, I already had respect. I kind of had respect for you. Kinda. <laughs> but it makes sense. This makes sense because it's not just that you're, I guess, the perception of someone like me who's, uh, you know, a, a negative Nelly uh, and, and depressed and all that kind of stuff. It's like, look, someone like you, that's not, you're not bounding around with a, a smile going, hey, guys, it's yeah. not fake. It's not this and that. It's just as a, in general, it's like, ah, oh, Ryan, Ryan seems to get a lot out of his life. Um, but it also seems that it, it's, it's, it's a work. It, it's something you have to work for. Oh, for sure. You, you, you could probably easily, you know, I mean, hanging with JT and Luff will get you grumpy anyways. It is, but I like to make him smile. It's, it's, to, it's, to, <laughs> JT's great. JT is the best. He is absolutely the best and made that job so, so fun. Um, and then uh, you sounds like you, you allow yourself to these finding what makes you happy is interesting because it's, it's small things. Gardening's a small thing. Yeah. It right. could be considered, unless you have like a big garden. I have a huge, actually today I'm, I'm putting in new garden. I've just been, been working on, and when I get a project in my head, oh my God. Yeah. It's, it takes over my life. Like and folding cables. This, like folding cables. Mm-hmm. You should honestly fold some cables, like roll them up right. It, <laughs> I, you take chaos and you create order. You, it's you, easy. <laughs> Here's the thing. You know, I went to two years of, of, of film school, started that path. Yeah. 
And we did have a day where our teacher, Harold Casey Case, took us out to the parking lot at Allen Hancock Community College in Santa Maria, California, and he made us all fold cables. Yep. Coil them up. Over, under. Right? Better do, you right? better do over, under. It'll save you cable, too. I remember succeeding. Yeah, yeah, and he was like, There's, this isn't just an OCD thing. Like, you don't want your cables to bend. Yeah. And I, I remember succeeding and thinking, all right, it took me a little bit, but I got it. I can't, I can't, rem- I can't succeed now. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I lost the ability. You've seen me try to fold cables. It's like I'm the type, I'm the guy in the corner folding cables, and a guy like you is like, never mind, let me do it. I, I believe that moment has actually happened to us. I think yes. I, you and JT have both tried to help, and it's so, <laughs> it's so nice of you. Um, it's quaint. And then it's, yeah, you got to throw it back out, redo it. And it's, you, could, you could take it all the way to metaphor of life. Yes, is, you know, sure. If you really want to. I do to. not know how to coil up my you life. You can't coil that cable. <laughs> There's a bumper sticker. And, and in finding what makes you happy, one of the things you have definitely discovered is the outdoors. Uh, I'm going to say the terms hiking and camping, but I don't even think those really capture what you do. You go deep. You go far into the wilderness. We... we we do a lot, and I got, you know, camping in the outdoors has been part of my life forever. Since you got Poison Ike. Since po- I, yeah. Poison, poison, poison Ike. Oak. Poison Oak. Poison, poison, poison Ike was the bad president uh, version of Eisenhower in got the 50s. It. The bizarro Eisenhower. <laughs> yeah, so I, I grew up camping, and it was just always a part of me. And then I right. kind of left it all when I came down to L.A. Okay, which would be easy to do. It's easy to do, and I came down and I was in school and I was doing everything I could to make money and mm-hmm. I, I, I left it all. And it really wasn't, I would do a couple hikes, but it wasn't until I met Daisy, who's mm. my girlfriend, my partner. How long have you guys been together now? We just did eight years. Holy moly. And you two, you two young folks, you young, young whippersnappers. Not, not really, but yeah. So just did eight years. So it's, uh, yeah. your we, beard looks completely uh, one color. Mine looks multi grays. I, I get yeah. I get one right here. One center gray. Right? Oh, I, so a, sorry for you. Every other week, I got to get that. Again. <laughs> so so okay. So, so she comes into your life. She comes into my life, and we both kind of realize that we really enjoy going camping. She's way into it. She's an LA girl, mm. so the idea of going out and getting out of the city is amazing to her, mm. and. So now, like, and we've just, I mean, we've gotten, we've gotten worse and worse or better and better, whatever you want to call it. Right. Or now it's like almost every weekend, every other weekend. Yeah. We like to go, we love Mammoth. We love Yosemite. We love Kings Canyon. We love yeah. Death Valley. We like all that. And then we do try to do a couple road trips a year and get up to Canada. And we went to Alaska and yeah. get around. We just like to get out and away from people and put some miles on a trail. Mm-hmm. And I just, Honestly, I just want to go sit by a quiet stream. I, I sit. I just love getting myself a little sit spot, just <laughs> a little creek, and I just sit and Strong meditate, and just hang out. Uh, do you what? what um, other than the obvious of a, it's a, you know, it's a, an escape. Or do you feel connected to something bigger than yourself? There is it just you talk about meditating. So just is it just simply a matter of fact if you can see the stars and not hear the cars? I love how small it makes me. We're so uh, yeah, we're yeah. so up our own butts in in the yeah. city and in our own life of how important we are. You get out in nature, you get out there, and you're not important. Mm-hmm. You're you're destroying the thing better just by being there. Like sure. you, that's just what humans do. Right, uh, we're great. We're just amazing parasites on this world in our american flag pants destroying <laughs> the wilderness. Exactly. So I like I like getting there, and I like just to 
watch ants crawl across a you know a stream to see how how do they cross in it? How are they doing? Right. I like the wind. I like sunsets. I don't know. Mm. It just makes me happy. You're a walking poem. No, I get what you're saying. It it is because look, we we go back and forth off air and when I was a junkie, it's like. I do enjoy the outdoors. I do enjoy the nature. I, yeah. I do love the sound of a babbling brook and my feet in it and uh, watching a, a, you know, a, a, a polywog swimming around. I, I, You're there. I, I'm there. I'm there. It's just I need to go to a Hilton at the end of it. No. Um, That's the best part. <laughs> Spending nights in a tent when it's raining or it's, when it's cold, you've, you mm-hmm. figure out. You figure out who you are. You figure out, like, you know, you're just like. You better want to be there. Sure. Because otherwise you're going to be miserable. Right. And it keeps all those people away. It keeps you, the me's away. You, it keeps the kins of... No, that's terrible. Uh, but no, but we, accurate. The things that we do will go... I mean, you know, sleep. we sleep in the car often just to... Oh, really? Well. It, it just makes it so much easier than trying to find... Like Now it's like almost a goal of ours is like how far can we go and how little can we spend? We'll find the land oh. that's free to camp on. We'll find the whatever we can do to Just stay a, away a from reality show about you guys. Honestly, it's handsome and Daisy go camping should be a show. <laughs> well, you should see. I I started because of, you know every weekend we would come in to Screen Junkies. You'd be like, yeah. "Where'd you go this weekend?" <laughs> and so then we just, where'd you go find yourself one yeah. with nature? So we decided to start uh, sending you and JT yes. videos. Yes. And, uh, and, and so every um, – and sometimes it wouldn't be while you were gone because you and Daisy were so far into the wilderness, your phone ceased to function. Right. So Monday morning, JT and I would drive into work or he's on the bus and I'm driving in a little bit earlier and, and these texts would pop up. And it's it's you looks like north of the wall in Game <laughs> of Thrones in the wilderness, snow flurries. And you'd be like, hi, JT and Ken, I'm up here. And, you know, we'll have a fun exchange. I'll text always, where's the gift shop, all right. that stuff. And then Billy Patterson, Billy Business, yeah. gets wind of this and gets jealous. He got jealous. And he got jealous. Billy, if you're listening, you got jealous you weren't on the chain. Yeah, so now I got it in the beginning of every review. Hi, JT, Ken, Billy, and anybody else I got a list <laughs> off, and then I say something dumb and yeah. and go away. But and I, I'm always amazed at, at the stuff you're sending and where you are. It's gorgeous stuff. Just seems a lot of work and somewhat scary to get there. Because there ain't no lot. A lot of times there ain't no trails where you're going. Yeah, we, we you just kind of go. Sometimes yeah. you follow some trails you do, and then once you get to a trail, you're like, well, that's cool over there. How do we get up there? And you just go. and Really? And it's, yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, I think follow the river. So we it's call- like you're playing uh, 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 Dragon Age or well, something. We, we call it Pocahontas. Um, <laughs> we play What's Around the River Bend. It's, and well, it's, that sounds like a different game. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> once you get out there, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> no, it is. We play <laughs> River, we call it River Bend. Like, all right, let's go around that turn. Go around let's that keep bend. going around that turn and see what Fascinating. And you find the coolest places by just going and discovering. But I'm sure you've had some harrowing experiences. Have you gone too far, gone too high, gone too low? <laughs> we the the closest we got, we were in Alaska this And last. I'm assuming when you say the closest we got to death. To death. Yeah, honestly that is where we were. We were in Alaska in the Kenyai Fjords. Yeah. Uh, which is uh kind of like a crazy bay of little islands and all sorts of stuff. And we were uh, kayaking and it's like right where the, like the bay kind of reaches the ocean and we're just the most amazing. We're watching. There's, uh, you know, bald eagles flying over our heads. You look down in the water, there's uh, jellyfish. There's, it's Mm -hmm. the most amazing thing. And we come around this turn. We had to come around this, uh, this island and this big fog bank was coming in. We're like, Oh cool. Fog's coming in. How exciting. Like, 
And like we just keep we keep going around, and the waves pick up, and they start crashing over the top of the kayak. Yeah, and it gets hairy. And Daisy's not the best swimmer, so she's freaking out. <laughs> she's not a strong she swimmer. She is straight freaking out, and um, I'm there. I have to play calm because I also think we're gonna die, but I can't. <laughs> let, I can't let her know. Hey, this is this is getting out of our. This, this is the end. This is this is getting a little crazy, and so. For about we didn't we had we couldn't stop paddling for about an hour straight of just oh, wow. save your life paddling to get around this island, and it's wow. we're starting to get tippy we're starting to it, it, that was mm. it sucked and it mm. it was it was rather scary and at these moments at this moment in time are you thinking well at least I'm going to die doing what I loved or are you like oh I've made a huge mistake <laughs> at that point I was like okay we got out of we got a little in over our heads here yeah. Um, no, but we've talked about that also on, on trips where it's like there's big trees around and yeah. things like or bears. We've done a lot of stuff around bears where you have to be very aware. And as you're hiking, you have to whistle and yell and keep bears away from Is you. Is that the tactic? Yeah. You have to, you, you kind of sing to them. Uh, you kind of you kind of like, hey, bear. And they're just, <laughs> where are you? Hey, bear, how yeah. you doing? Don't yeah, so eat you, me. You whistle. Daisy will sing the same fucking Disney songs over and over. But anyway... <laughs> But I've I've told her and, and it's like okay if I die by a bear sure hey you know what that's just what it is I was I'm really? I'm in their world make sure they don't kill the bear afterwards like I'm in their house if that tree falls on us while we're asleep because you know we've heard yeah. trees fall trees yeah. fall they do that I'm like don't don't mourn me I, <laughs> don't, this is yeah this don't is, cry for me don't Argentina. cry for me Argentina no it's like it's like if I go out like that you know what I'm good if a big okay. sequoia tree fell on me. Make a. I always tell her, I'm like, put a bench there. Yeah. Put a bench. Put a little Ryan quote on there and call it good. <laughs> like I did my thing. The Ryan quote. Well, I think we've got a lot from this show. That's. I mean, look. I love that attitude. I love that approach. Um, it's it's fascinating, you know. And it's like, uh, yeah. I mean, Ryan died doing what he loved, pooping in the fo- forest beneath a tree, running from a bear. I have mean, you ever pooped in the forest? Uh, no, I, sir. I have not. Really? No, I have not. Y- Pooping in the forest is an amazing an experience. Okay, how so? Well, it's I don't just need like, those details. You don't but need it too much. Give me the emotional, spiritual the free, details. Okay, so say you're, we're out backpacking. We're yeah. ten miles up a trail. Right. There's maybe one person on the lake around, so you could go sure. basically anywhere you want. You right. Get, and you get to go poo shopping. You you're get- like, okay, <laughs> there's a log over there that looks good. I can rest on that. By the way, that's your quote on the bench. You get to go poo shopping. Go, get to go poo shopping. That's my bench quote. Ryan Elliott. Now you just died pick here. it, lean against a rock, do a thing, do a squat, whatever right. you got to do. It's right. so freeing, and you realize, God, I'm just a, I'm just a damn coyote out you're here. Just a, I'm just another one of the animals shitting cog, in the woods. A cog in the wheel. I, it puts I you mean, in perspective. You and your your porcelain throne. I mean, Who do look, you think you are? You know what? Maybe I give it a go. Maybe one time I just uh, there's no chance. You're never pooping in the woods. Come I, well, on, but kid. that but that's my fear. Where you going? Like I, you know, my friend Tom Connolly, uh, who walked across America a couple years ago for for charity, uh-huh. um, did a six month walk across America, and is also you know had a couple times in the Sierra Nevadas where he didn't think he was coming out, and yeah. And uh, he'll talk to me and, and some of my comedian friends, like, you guys got to go with me. And I'm like, Tom, the f- first thing I'm asking is, where am I blow drying my hair and dropping a deuce? <laughs> like, I can't comprehend that. But I can't get around it. And here you are leaning up against rocks with a smile on your head, well, in your face. If that is your biggest worry is where am I going to take a deuce? <laughs> The answer is anywhere you want. Take that. That is no longer a question. There's no, it's no longer just, a you question. Know, just, there's no limitations there's to no this. There's no limitations. Just 
bury it and keep on going. That's fat. Oh my gosh! See, see, we go from quiet camera guy to wild, free wilderness pooper. This is why I love doing the Napsack Files. I get these wonderful stories. I feel if I do say so myself, I, I don't say positive things about myself often, I'm able to find some of these interesting stories. And here you are nearly dying in Alaska, uh, whistling bears away. What's the closest you've ever come to a bear? Oh. Not counting, like, the San Diego Zoo. No, no. We've seen we've seen a lot of bears. Mm-hmm. Bears, uh, especially when we were in Canada, they were just, you'd, they were everywhere. We actually okay. had to be in a campground Surrounded by high voltage power line, uh, like oh, security okay. fence. Like it looked like we were going into Jurassic Park. Right. And we're like, oh, this is awesome. And it's like, well, do I feel worse that they actually have to put the yeah, electric yeah. fence up? Or. Because at what? some point you're going to have to leave that camp, right? Yeah. You, you have to, it's like you have to drive. It was, it was pretty crazy. That's Canada's very real wilderness. Very, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So there's bears everywhere. And you just have to think, you have to think bear. You have to just keep everything in, in your bear bin. You have to keep everything What's away. in your bear bin? Food? Food, all the stuff. So it's a, like when you're backpacking, especially in a lot of places in California, mm-hmm. a lot of places that have bears, you have to have a big canister. Right. Uh, that is like n- impossible for a bear to get into. And you have to keep anything with a smell. So this could be your chapstick. Mm. This could be your toothpaste. It could be... Mm-hmm. Basically everything. Anything, it's it's yeah. kind of a pain in the ass, but sure. at least gives you a seat. But it saves your, your life. Yeah, yeah, it does your thing. And you got to just take it and you have to walk it out from your camp and you right. put it under a tree and it, you might come back and it's been banged around a bit and you, well, didn't get it. Right, right. I mean, I mean I, I'm serious when I, I've done some camping. Yeah. Church group stuff too, but I, I, it's not yours kind of camping. I just, play in my friend's uh, backyard, which was this a lot of acreage. And so there's a part of it, but there's always a safety net. So you can see where the upbringings are different as you're, you're getting poison. Uh, I almost said it again, poison, poison Ike, po- poison, poison Oak. Ike. And uh, you're, you're like brushing it off. And I'm like, I don't want to get poison Oak. So you, I can see where the difference is, but I'm serious when I say, I want to go with you uh, and Daisy once yeah. on a little short day trip. I've got a ma- – yeah. not mean, a day trip, but maybe a one-nighter. You know what I mean? Oh, easy. We do those all the time. Yeah. Right now, Wildflowers is where you need to go. I love those Wildflowers. Are- Great album by Tom Petty, yeah, 1990. Oh. <laughs> or there's places all over L.A. There's honestly mm. – L.A. is so close to amazing places. If you're willing to do – I mean, we do mm-hmm. you know five- to eight-hour perimeter usually on weekends. Mm-hmm. We okay. kind of keep it there. But like we could do an hour away. Yeah. You've never been to even Joshua Tree? I've never been to Joshua Tree. It's kind of douchey nowadays. But it is it, kind of douchey, it, but it's also a great album by it, you too, so I, I, I know that too. Yeah, no, I've never even done that. No? Man, I've never even been to Palm Springs to a hotel oh, out that way. I don't know about that. I've never done that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Golf course. I mean, because I, I enjoy a good hike, and I know that's not what you're doing. That's part of it, but yeah. not it. So, yeah, I'm saying a city, the city boy gets it because I, like, again, love going to nature. I do love it. Yeah, I love watching Return of the Jedi. All right, I I love it, um, but there is a certain uh, uh, I uh, I don't know what it is, man. Because my mother was not like my dad would do that. He would go out with his his friends, and uh, he told the story of a bear ruffling up against their tent yep. and everything. And I think as a kid, when I heard that, I was like, I ain't doing that. It, but you would get a story. Life is about <laughs> collecting stories, and that's a story. He's got it. That might be a better quote for your bench. Life's about uh, collecting stories. Yeah, then and shopping. Yeah, I for like pooping. that. Yeah, yeah. Let's write that one down. Okay, that one's yeah, nice. yeah. But it's uh, I, I, you know, we used to go to Yosemite every year. Yeah. Again, did, talk about nature. Did that last weekend. I know. I haven't been since 1994. Wow. 
But we used to go almost every other year, or 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 at the same time during every Thanksgiving we come we drive from Pismo Beach, uh, but down here to uh, the San Bernardino Mountains where I'd stay in Green Valley Lake above Big Bear area up there. So again, love nature. Yeah, love the cold, love the snow. Need that bed. You're gonna. That's where you're gonna have to break me. We could do that. Yeah. We could we could do like we call that chill camping where you bring all your fancy stuff. We'll bring an air mattress. <laughs> chill camping. We've got some good blankets. I might be a chill camper. You're a chill camper. And those are yeah. there's perfectly I I love chill camping, honestly. Just sitting yeah, yeah. sitting in a hammock, just sketching with a beer. Come on, that's that's life. That's life. That's great. All right. So I don't know when or how, because I'm a busy city boy, but I will publicly commit to this. Wow, he's doing it. And you know maybe maybe I'm, maybe it's not just us three. Maybe we convince JT to go with us and we make it a fun video. I he don't said know. that, but he'll bring. He'll honestly would bring his Xbox. He'll or bring his PS4. Oh my God, that guy. Where do I plug in my Xbox here at the campsite? <laughs> um, but I think we can. I'll publicly commit to at some point soon next uh, next year doing that with you for sure. Yeah, it's so easy. Honestly, mm-hmm. like, we'll mm-hmm. bring you along. It's going to be easy. You're going to love it, and you're going to come back and be like. Listen, Napsaw file for fiends. <laughs> this is what it's about. And you're going to come back and say what your, uh, what your bench quote will be. Uh, yeah. Uh, my bench quote will be, uh, my bench quote will be, eh, eh, the pooping wasn't so bad. It's like, eh, it was all right. <laughs> Just give it an all right. I love it. Ryan Elliott, handsome, a.k.a. handsome. You, you are a uh, uh, very fascinating and uh, well-rounded man, and I think uh, a lot of people listening might have actually got some life lessons from you today, whether you thought so coming in or not. Well, if they did, fantastic. If not, well, we found out Ken's afraid to poop in the woods. That's right. We learned something big today. Something for everyone. So now I know where the listeners of the Knapsack Files can follow me and Ken Knapsack on Twitter. Use the hashtag the Knapsack Files. Like my official Facebook page. All that wonderful stuff. We are uh, got a Patreon page. You can support there if you'd like, uh, where you're going to get five extra minutes with Ryan if you support over there at a certain level or above. But Ryan, because um, I don't even really think I know, even though I'm pretty sure I follow you. Uh, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, I believe it's at Corey Matthews. So <laughs> I'm going to look right now. Now that I know, th- I know that is your every, Instagram page. It's, I think it's the same. Corey Matthews on Instagram with Corey, two R's. C O R R E Y M A T H E W S. Now, why did you go with a complete, you know, secret name there? So Corey Matthews, as you know, is the is he's a character off of Boy Meets World. I don't know that. You didn't know that? Was... Anyways, uh, Corey Matthews is the main character off Boy Meets World. Right. And, but I don't know, back when junior high, when you had to come up with my first Xbox gamer tag, right. um, I just started using Corey Matthews because I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. And now I've just used it for everything online. If I don't know. It's just what, what is it? C-O-O? C-O-R-R-E-Y-M-A-T-H-E-W-S. Okay, well. Maybe. I don't know. Well, but I don't know if that's... Uh... This is fascinating to me. There, there's, there's a Corey Matthews and a Corey Matthews too, and I don't know if it's you. On Twitter? On Twitter. I don't know. The only thing I've ever done, I, I tweeted once about Big Little Lies because it blew my mind. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's not showing All right, we'll find that. But I know for a fact, <laughs> I know for a fact, I love this. I love this kind of stuff. I know for a fact on Instagram. Most people come on, they have all this stuff lined yeah, up. Yeah, this is. I, I've seen so many people, like, they're like, they just rattle it off, like, this on this and this. And I'm like, I don't right. know. Like, you can but find me on, in the garden. On Instagram, you will find Ryan Elliott, that is with two L's and two T's, but uh, Corey, C O R R E Y, no space, M A T. 
T H E W S. Yeah. Okay, there it is. That's me. There I, it is. Followed by Joe Starr and Billy Patterson. Ooh, big names. Got some great stuff. And you can. I'm looking at it now. You got some of these wilderness photos. Pretty fancy stuff here. Yeah, Daisy posts most of them though. All so right. like it's... you're gonna get some followers, and then we'll find out on Twitter where they can find you okay. as well. <laughs> uh, that is uh, amazing, Ryan. Thank you so much for coming on into the Knapsack Files. So for Ryan, for me, and for all the bears in the wilderness, we'll see you next time. Bye.